For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Today, I have Kenneth Carter here with me, and he is the president of Ameriton Freight and Logistics. It's a professional freight brokerage firm providing logistics services in businesses in the U.S. and in Canada. And Kenneth's purpose is to fill lives with optimism and work to engender positive self-worth. He believes every person has a purpose and wants to help them see that for themselves. And so I love that. I was reading your bio, and I'm really grateful that you're taking some time to be here on Straight Talk. So thank you, Kenneth. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So I wanted to introduce my audience to you. So if you don't mind, I know I read a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, where do I start? Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) this is going to be a good conversation. (laughs) Whatever you want to mention. I'll start high school. So because that's when my career started to unfold. Okay. Um, right out of high school, playing sports, I was always disciplined, and I went straight to the military right after high school. Um, I drove trucks in the military. I really liked the military in the beginning, and I really liked the idea of it. But later on, during my time, I realized that being in the military is nothing against it, but it's creating followers. Mm. And I knew that I wanted to be a leader. I didn't know it was called entrepreneurship at the time, but now I know. Uh, so I got out of the military. I continued to drive trucks and I started taking over different um, leadership roles as far as transportation, regional managers, shipping managers, logistics managers of that sort. Mm. And after that, I kind of start going down the dark road. I started partying a little bit more um, from a divorce. I was married really early at 19. So after the divorce came, now I'm kind of 23 years old, somewhere around there. And now it's party time for me. I haven't done it yet, you know? Oh, catching up. <laughs> catching up. Yeah. So started to party and I started to drink uh, on the weekends. Weekends turned to three days a week, four days a week, mm-hmm. five days a week, six days a week. So I started to drink six days a week. Wow. Um, there's no sugar added, so I'll just be straight up with it. Yeah, be straight up. <laughs> I I was introduced to Coke, mm-hmm. and they told me that Coke will help me balance out the the drunk. Yeah, I, I heard that too from people that if they like have a high um, like a hangover or something, it's supposed to like straighten you right up or something, right? 
<laughs> yeah, it does. It's straight <laughs> to the wrong weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So instead of just listening to it like you did, I actually took the advice and tried it. Mm. And it was very addictive. And the little bit that I had at that time, I couldn't get any more. I couldn't find any more. So I had a bright idea, which I thought was at the time, is if it's so hard to find, I'm always accessible. Why don't I just sell it? Right. Which is crazy way of thinking, but that's how it started. So I, then I started doing it. And the more I did it, the more I got involved into the lifestyle to the point where I quit my job because I was making more money doing that. Right. And not seeing the future, you know, you can make more money now, but that doesn't mean that it's something good. Right. So I was starting to make money. So I'm in the club six days a week. I'm drinking six days a week and never had, I never had a path. I was just kind of going day for day. And that's where things started to go bad. So when you were, when you had gotten out, um, were you, first of all, let me back up a little bit. So when you went into the military, what, which branch did you go to army uh, or Navy army army? And when you went, were you driving trucks there for the military? Is that what yeah. got you? Okay. Got it. And so when you came out, you were already driving trucks, right? Which is what you liked doing. And then you left that so that you can sell, right? Because you were making more money selling, right? Right. Right. It's funny how you're you're right back, um, you know, to the beginning, right to that genesis where you wanted to be, right, which was the truck driving. Right. Yeah. I wanted to be there, and it's I'm still a part of it, so it's yeah, it's great. Did you um that road that you took? You know, I know that sometimes these roads, right, that we take and that hurt us, also really benefit us, doesn't it? Like you are the man you are today because of that road that you took. Um, so did you get like into it so much? Like, were you doing it for years or did, did, did you, you know, have, did you get in trouble? Did you slide through? How did you, how did you manage, um, you know, selling and stuff because you were using, right? So you had to really control yourself, right? Yeah, gonna... yeah I was really controlled. Okay. Uh, I mean, as much as you could be, but I was really right. controlled because I, I love money more than I love the feeling. Uh, <laughs> got but it. Uh, I did it for five years straight. Oh, wow. It's a long time. Yeah, right. it is. So during that five years, I didn't, I didn't even realize it was five years. I knew it was five years later looking back on the time because I was so stuck in that rut. Right. Doing the same thing day for day. And day for day for five years is a long time. Right. It is. It's very, it's bad. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say, you know, and, and what you're what you're saying is so powerful too. When you were explaining your story, because I don't think that most people that get into selling or using do it with the intention to want to be a user and a seller. You know, like they don't grow up saying, "Oh, I want to be a drug dealer." Not most people, anyway, right? Right. Um, so it's, it's really empowering when, you know, to, to let people know that there's a way out of this and also to be careful, right? Because that happened to you, not all of a sudden it, it took you some time, but you actually ended up building that, that, that life, right? Because you went from just drinking one day a week to actually selling drugs. Like it, you know, it took, I'm sure it wasn't like an overnight thing, right? It was a process, Yes. I, you know, I never thought about it like that. It went from one drink a day or drinking one day all the way to selling drugs. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you look at it like that. It's uh, it's definitely a good way to look at the bigger picture. 
Right. And to see how something so small can turn into something so much larger. Right. I mean, and it's like all these little decisions, right, that start to accumulate and, and really put you on whatever path you're going to go on. If you decided not to have those drinks two and three days a week, it could have been a completely different outcome. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So when you, when you uh, were, you know, selling all your, your drugs and stuff, um, were you getting yourself into trouble as well? Like, were you having to, you know, um, uh, steal or were you having to do any of those kind of things to like uh, obtain your habit or was, or were you pretty like to, to the book, like you knew exactly what you were doing, how to do it? Yeah, uh, I didn't do any other crimes Awesome. Uh, I was the the selling was enough money that I could live off of. So I got to the point to where I was making enough money where I could pay the rent for in one day for the month. Oh, wow, OK. And that's, so, addicting. that's addicting itself. That, that's what it was. It wasn't a drug. It was the money. Right. Yeah. That's all the, the money. Thing. Yeah. For real. You know, yeah. So selling drugs is one. I mean, doing drugs is a problem. But selling drugs is the real addiction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is that's when you're really addicted because now you have the opportunity to have so much in front of you. You know, if, if you're just selling, I'm sorry, you're just using, you take 10, 20, 30 dollars and you're scraping up some change and you, mm -hmm. and you buy it. But when that drug is actually making you the money and then you have an abundance of that drug and the abundance of money, now it's like, well, where are your limits at? Right. Well, you're a smart businessman. You know that, right? Even then, because <laughs> you said to yourself, am I going to be scraping up $20, $40 here, or am I going to make some money so I can actually support my habit? Right. So you're already thinking like an entrepreneur, you know, Yeah, I, that's the problem. I had that entrepreneurial thought when I first had it the first time. And I'm like, I can make some money off this. Right. It's the wrong venture. Right. <laughs> right. But you figured it out. I mean, it's, it's funny, right? Because I, I'm, I'm just thinking of like people in my, in my life in the past when I was much younger and stuff who were also very intelligent and got into the bad, you know, got into selling drugs and gang life and all of that. And I think they are so intelligent, you know, like they could have so used that to build a business or do something differently. Right. So it's just amazing when you were saying that, like, wait a minute, I can make some money. And I'm like, that's so smart. Like not a, not smart that you were doing the drugs, but it was a smart decision to make. Right. Cause you could have just went through the, just the addiction itself without actually trying to create money or a business out of it. Right. 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 <laughs> so funny. I, I lost three years of my life going to prison for it, but I would have lost a lot more mm. if I would have just been an addict. Right. And not the, the right. Right. So you went to jail for three years, huh? Oh, that's tough. That must have been tough and scary. Was that scary? No. And I'm not saying it to play tough. The problem was I wasn't really here. Oh, you know, gotcha. The whole five years, it just, whatever happened, happened. When I got into prison, I didn't even realize I was in the prison. I was just so lost. I didn't even, mm -hmm. I wasn't even seeing clearly. So it was just another thing that's happening in my life. And that's what made me stop one day about three months in and realize, hold on, you cannot just live day for day. There's, mm -hmm. You have to do something. And that's when I started to plan my life and build up my, my core strength which started by identifying weaknesses. Mm, and that was while you were in prison, you mean? Yes, three months oh. in. 
Yeah, because you were your brain finally cleared up a little bit, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, alcohol and the drugs is like, okay, now you're back to who you really are. Yeah. Was that a scary moment for you, you think? Or I mean, I guess what I'm trying to ask is were you trying to escape something to begin with when you were drinking? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I do have, I don't have the greatest childhood, uh, but I think, I don't believe that triggers anything because once you're 20 something years old, there's no way I believe that you can start blaming something that happened to you when you was five, six, seven, eight years old. You made those decisions because of the age you are now and your maturity. Mm-hmm. So the decisions that I made as an adult, I made those because I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I made those saying, no one can tell me what to do. No one could to could run my life, which was a bad way of thinking, but that, that independence really hurt me. Right. You know, do you and like, think do you think the independence thing was a rebellion thing? I don't know what, what happened when you were a kid, but I'm just wondering if it was more like nobody's gonna tell me what to do because in the past people have hurt me or have told me what to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm wondering if it was a, a rebellion, a pushback, right? You're gonna take control of your life. Right. Well, as you as you're saying it, I'm thinking the childhood could have a lot to do with the pushback mm-hmm. and the freedom now. And also in high school, I was well, as a child, I played sports all the time. So there was structure. I went to high school. I played uh, football and ran track. There was structure. I went straight from the high school to the military. Military, there yeah. Was structure. Right. And so marriage. The, <laughs> marriage and is structure. Marriage, the most structure is there. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It's probably worse than the military. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like going home to your job. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm just wondering, you know, if that was the pushback, right? Because I, I think that we all make decisions that hurt us sometimes. And then you always have to wonder why do we make a decision that hurts us sometimes, you know, or causes self-sabotage or pushes back to from our well-being, right? Because, right. I mean, you know, normally you wouldn't, like right now, I, I'm assuming that you're completely clean and free of all of that, right? Oh, right? Yeah. Right. So you found your center. You found your place in you, right? right? At least I think so, right? Because you're not thinking the same way you were before, no, right? So, right. That's what I mean. Like, so something must have been missing back then that made you kind of go that way, right? Yeah. I need a structure. Yeah. I do, and I need, I need to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just, good. Every, that's good. everyone's different. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that holds me accountable now is my business. Mm-hmm. It's because I could, I mean, every day I work from home, I could just lie in the bed until I want to, you know, until I get up and say, oh, okay, I'll go do whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have that mentality. I'm still waking up at four o'clock in the morning. My first part of my structure is going to the gym. That's so the, the gym is my new drug. It really is. That's good. It's when I'm at the gym, if you see me, you think I'm crazy. My headphones are on. I'm jumping around. I'm singing. I'm laughing. I'm smiling. And those are the things that makes me happy now. Mm-hmm. You know, Isn't so good? yeah, I, I had to replace it. I had to replace that bad for something yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no such, I, 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 don't, I don't believe that there's such a thing as getting rid of a habit. I think you have to replace a habit, you know, because I think we leave a gap if we think we're just going to get rid of it, you know, but if you replace it with something healthy, then you're now just developing a new habit and a new pattern as opposed to still having a a empty hole there, you know? So you have gone from, from 
you know, prison and everything you've gone through. But you, when I was reading your bio, you were saying that you want to show that every person has a purpose, right? So how are you doing that? How are you reaching people? And, and what are you doing to show people that, that, you know, they do have a purpose, that there is worth? Well, first of all, in the company, I hire without experience. Oh, that's good. Uh, as freight brokers, you have to have uh, experience, what they call a book of business, and no one will hire you. So people mm -hmm. go take these classes and these trainings and they still cannot get hired. My job is to hire people without the experience to show them, listen, you, they may not give you an opportunity there, but I'm going to give you the opportunity and it's up to you oh, to see so good. if you want to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's that, that's that purpose right there. First of all, it's like, this guy's giving me a chance. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I'm not background checking anybody because if I did, I'd probably lose my own job, my own company. Right. You know, it wouldn't right. work. Right. No, I so get that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's the second opportunity. That there goes potential and purpose right there. And that's them for me being in prison, looking into that mirror one day and say, Oh my God, you're in prison. Three months in. And right at that moment, I said, There's no way that this is my destiny. Mm. I have a purpose and I have potential. And I'm not gonna let this go away. And that right. just kickstarted. Right. And that's, a, that, you know, that was a really smart move, Kenneth, because you were given, were you given five years or did you just get out five years because of good behavior or how, what were you sentenced? I was sentenced three years. I was facing 90 years, Ooh. which is crazy. Ooh. And I got out early behavior at two and a half years. Okay. Wow. So, I mean, that's a, that's, that was a really intelligent move to make three months in right? Because you could have wasted most of that time boohooing about yourself, you know, <laughs> and being being angry and being I'm a, I'm a bootstrap kind of girl, you know, I put my boots and strap them on and I do what I got to do, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody's like that. But what I'm saying is, is that that is really clearly a mentality of a leader, right? Because you said, okay, I effed up. I'm in jail, but I'm not going to stay here. This is not where I'm going to stay. I know that, right? So you took three months in now you knew you had this you know this thing in front of you this three to five year you know sentence in front of you and you still decided to do something different besides waste your time yeah do I had to fast forward it I had to mm -hmm. I wasn't looking at tomorrow anymore that's and I realized that that was my problem is mm -hmm. I'm sorry not even looking at all so when the one person is thinking oh man I got tomorrow I gotta do and I got the next two years I gotta do I changed my perception of time and realize that I'm going to run out of time really, really fast. Because so, even in real life, two years is nothing. You know, and you see it all the time. That's especially true. With, especially with kids, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, my, daughter, my daughter's graduating um, next month. And and I'm like, wow, where did you're that like, happen? Yeah, exactly. Where did that happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're in jail. So that's a different story, right? When you're yeah, in jail, yeah. two years feels like 20, huh? I'm yeah, assuming. it does. <laughs> It, at first, right. but I will tell you okay. what made me change is it was that way of thinking. So I can say I got two years left or I can say I only have two years left. So if bad. I only have two years left, those are uh, one word only. That one word changes everything because mm -hmm. only having two years left means you're running out of time and you better get something done. That's and so I had good. to get something done. Do you think the military, that mindset in the, from the military helped you? No. Okay. I try. I don't believe that anything in my past or in our past 
really pushes us to do the next thing. I think it's just, it's decisions and then you make excuses about what this did and how this was. Okay. And, and that, so that's me. I feel like every decision is independent of itself. Okay. Maybe more. Okay. So you, you're, you're more of the idea that present is, is what matters. Present is what matters, right? What, yeah. what, what decision I make right now matters, right? I'm more of the idea that when you make a decision, you have to think about your 80 year old self because what you do now affects that person. You know what that's I mean? That's the way to think. And, and that's the mentality I had in prison was like, well, I'm going to get out. Then right. what? Then what? A, right. A lot of the people in there, they have a mentality of, I'll figure it out when I get out. Yeah. When you get out, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that mentality is what got you where you are right now, because you were able to say, okay, what, you know, two years is nothing. I have to get this done now. So when I get out in two years, I got this. Right. right? So those decisions are super important. And what you're doing, Kenneth, is really powerful because I know, like I said, I've had, you know, people in, in the past who have, you know, gone to jail and stuff, and it is super hard for them to get a job. It is super hard for them to get back on their feet. And then people are always pointing fingers like, oh, there he goes again. But they don't realize the struggle that that person really does have getting employed again. It's not easy. You know, when everybody's background checking you, even for dishwashing positions, right? Yeah. So exactly. that that do you ever feel like going back to the prison to give back? Does is that ever crossed your mind, or do you just say, "Nope, my past, and I'm moving forward"? How do you how do you deal with that part of it? I believe that would be selfish, because do, I've learned, yeah. I've learned, and I've grown from it. So I have been back to my work release center and spoke with Perfect. guys. Yeah. And I'm actually setting up to plan, of course, uh, COVID happened, but I'm planning to go back and visit prisons. And I'm in, I'm in talks with a lot of people that's already doing those things so I can be able to go and share my story. Good. That's important. I, that's why I was asking, because sometimes, and it not, there's not really a right or wrong answer. Sometimes people just move forward because they don't want to look back, right? They don't want to go to that trauma. But I'm like you, I, I feel the same. Like it is selfish, right? Because you've learned so much. And you can also impact a young you know, person in there too that may be like, oh man, it's my first time in jail. I'm, I'm, that's it, I'm done, you know? And you can literally just you know, flip that switch. No, you're not. You only got three, four years. You better go ahead and get this going, right? You can get educated in there. You can read in there, you know, and that you don't, you have a lot of time. There's a lot of time on your hands, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it's the clearest part, you know? Um, I have a relative who went to jail for something he didn't um, do. And he was in jail for six months trying to fight this false charge, which he won. But the six months transformed his entire life. Because while he was in there, he was like, stop smoking, stop drinking, stop. He stopped doing everything, came out and fixed his entire life, you know? And he's like, oh, it took me one. He said, it took me one time and it wasn't even my <laughs> fault, but it took me one time. He ain't going back. That's it. That's it. Uh you know, my daughter always says I'm scared straight. <laughs> right, exactly. That's so funny. But what a wonderful uh, gift to give her too, right? You know, dad, wh who dad was and who dad is, right? It just shows yes. her to overcome. Oh, she loves it. She sends me messages and text messages like, I'm so proud of, you know, what you've become. I'm so happy for you. I know oh, you're going to be great. Oh, man, that's so cool. And from, a, from hearing that from your child, yeah. very touching best feeling in the world, ain't it? It is. I posted, <laughs> it on, really I posted is. on social media and she's like, why'd you do that? <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> but but it, it does. It, 
at one point when you're down that road, you don't care about anybody but yourself. Yeah. You can you can give money away, you can buy your kids this and whatever, but you really only care about yourself because you're never thinking about if something happens, you're taking away, you're taking yourself away from those kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a big issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, uh, were you, um, was she already on this planet when you went into jail? Was she on, uh, was she born? Yeah. I have two kids. So, oh, you have two. Okay. Yeah. One was uh, 17 and one was 14. Uh, that's how, that's how old they are now? No, that's how old they were when I went in. Oh, okay. Okay. And okay. now they're 17 and 21. Oh, yeah, 17, 21, so like this, Kenneth, like this. Yes. yes. <laughs> like this. So but, now that you're out and you're, you're like looking forward and you're doing that now, I know that you have a, a marathon freight and logistics. Do you, what, what do you want to do? Like, what is it that, that you see yourself wanting to do or doing moving forward? You mean as far as the company goes or my personal goals? As far as, far as you are concerned. I yeah. want to be a public speaker. I want to be able to go oh, around and travel and talk to people. That's my That's ultimate fantastic. goal. The the freight company is a vehicle to get me there. Mm-hmm. And at what I how I explain the company is you have to have something to show that you're working on and something that you're doing. So you can't just come out and say, "Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good." <laughs> what what <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing though? <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. That's true. Isn't it? <laughs> that's good that's good okay has to be something tangible <laughs> right right i'm doing good yeah i'm, I'm good that's I'm doing so good. funny yeah <laughs> so my plan for the company is to go international oh, and wow. that's a that's a very large goal yeah. but being able to go international with the company and then turn that to my personal journey and mm-hmm. me going international to speak with people who's been through trouble that's i mean you're the global once you go global, you're there. You can yeah. reach people in both yeah. ways. I can reach them with my service and with my experiences. Right. And your experiences already are global, right? They're already something that everyone needs, right? Yes. You, you're, you're the only one with that message right now because you're the only Kenneth right now. So because of that, right, you can impact people right now. And that's the whole reason for, you know, you, I'm sure for you being on podcasts and being on, you know, Zoom and stuff like that, because you're trying to touch and reach as many people as you possibly can. Right. Yes, and these no. things, you know, these things, you never know who sees what, and you just never know who knows who, you know. So I, I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of the the path you're taking. And I'm, I'm proud of what you've overcome because, yeah, I mean, we get ourselves in trouble, but it's how we get out that speaks about who we are you know, and you are um, stepping forward and you're stepping forward and saying, well, I'm going to step forward, but I'm going to also take all of my experiences to impact the lives of other people. And that's a, to me, I mean, that's, that's everything to me, right? Because to me, it's really about serving others. I really love serving others. And when you see somebody's light bulb goes off, go off or, or transform, you know, they, they transform their lives. You're like, man, if I only reach that one and that's what happened, I'm good. (laughs) you know i mean because you like think about it this way kenneth i mean you you were the one right so you're the one let's say you're in prison you're the one and you shifted your mindset but now look at how many people you're touching right Right. so if you transform the one the one kenneth in there somewhere right you don't know what he's going to do with that wow yeah that's touching that's (laughs) 
It's that was, true. I, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. You, wow. you know, you have to, because your, your life, your story is pretty awesome and it is impactful. And I just think about other people that go through that stuff that don't know how to get out of their own way and don't know how to get out of stuff and don't have support, Kenneth. A lot of people don't even have support, right? So when you're using your voice, you are that support, right? You are the one that they're listening to saying, oh yeah, man, you know, when that guy Kenneth was talking, this happened, right? So you just never know how you impact a person. I never take those things lightly. And your words are so impactful. I don't take words lightly either, you know, right? So you can make or break someone with your words. So, you know, kudos to you, really. I mean, listen, even your daughter, right? Who's like telling you, I'm really proud of you, dad. Those words mean everything to you. Tell me they don't. They mean <laughs> everything, right? Because words are so powerful. They are. So kudos to you, dude. I'm really, really proud to have met you. I'm happy that we talked. I really want to know how we can follow you and support you and see what's going on with Kenneth. Oh, and really? um, <laughs> in the future, I hope that one day, you know, when you're out there actually, you know, doing that international speaking stuff that you don't forget the little people come back on my show. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you. you can interview me. Hey, let's do it. I'll do it. You think I won't? Yes, I will be right in that freight <laughs> truck, right with you wherever you in, in Dubai or wherever you're going to be. <laughs> no, I'm really, really glad that you took the time to talk to me today. Really, really awesome. So I, before I let you go, there's two things I want. One, I want you to uh, give us a word to my audience or to anybody that's listening to encourage them, if you can. And the second thing is just tell us how we can uh, find you uh, on social media and follow you and so on. Got it. So for me to inspire others, I like to give their advice and tell people to own it and divorce it. Mm -hmm. Ooh. What that means is. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I like that because I always say own your shit, own it. Yeah. I never did the divorce stuff. I like that. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> ooh, ooh. ooh. That was too good. <laughs> yeah. So to own it, means to just be held accountable. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's my fault. I did it. I was wrong. I went through it. There's nothing we could do about that. But you have to accept it. Once you accept it, you let it go. You divorce it. It's over. Stop living it. Because if you're living something that happened to you 10 years ago, guess what? You're still there. The only thing that has passed is the time, but you're still in the same spot. Wow. And that hurts. So mm -hmm. own it and divorce it. I love it. I'm using that. Don't yeah. think I'm not. <laughs> you're going to see it on my social media. Kenneth said, own it and divorce it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. So tell me uh, where we can uh, really support you and, and follow you and see all you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. So today was the first day that I posted a video on YouTube. And I have so many people asking me, hey, how did you do this? How did you do that? So I'm going to start creating videos for everyone and answer those questions. Oh, nice. And it's called Kenneth Carter Speaks. Okay. And that's how the YouTube, I'm uh, working on my website, kennethcarterspeaks.com. That's coming soon. Uh, I try to do everything. I had with your uh, bad self. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Thank you. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> um, and uh, how about your social media handles? Do you, are you on social media? Yes. So LinkedIn is Kenneth Carter, the Roman numeral three. 
Mm-hmm. And all the social media handles is at Ameriton Freight. Okay. And also AmeritonFreight.com. That's awesome. Oh, Kenneth, this was a great conversation. Thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed this. And um, I'm really excited for all you're going to do. I'm excited for your website and everything coming out. And I hope that you, you know, do share that and keep us. I know that I think we're linked in LinkedIn. So, you know, hopefully when you announce it all, so I can go on there and check everything out. Um, but if I can support you in any way, please, you know, reach out, let me know how I can support you. If you have anything coming out, a new gig, a book or anything like that, and you want to announce and be on my show, I'm more than happy to have you back. The so, book's in the making now. I, I keep getting uh, on books. So that's next. <laughs> good. You should. You really should. Just start writing. Don't even think about it. Just start writing. Even if you're doing one, one sentence a day. I wrote my book too. It took time. But if you just start, you'll finish. You know, especially with your mentality, you'll be done. You that, know? That's life, right? If you just start, you'll finish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, all right. We're going to go off for another 30 minutes. So let's just. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for being here, for listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. This is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I'm Nina Perez. Until next time. Make sure that you visit our website at Straight Talk No Sugar Added, where you can subscribe to our show on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on YouTube so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about our show, that would be awesome too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez, and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.